Hey mamas, welcome back to another episode of the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. I'm excited to share this topic with you. I've been wanting to do this for a while and I just haven't been able to come around to get the words together to talk about it. But I'm going to bundle it all up together and I'm going to talk about why quick fixes, crash diets and surgeries will not improve your body image. And I'm going to tell you why uh, being in the industry for over 10 years in the fitness industry, it is. I've worked with clients from all across the, the board, um, all age groups, and I can tell you that I've gotten my own data off of it. So I'm going to share these tips with you, and I hope that they encourage you, or maybe you have a friend or a daughter or somebody that you're close to that you that's considering, you know, or you see them doing these things, maybe you can share some light with them about this area. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. What's up, mamas? Welcome to the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. My name is Monica. I'm a homeschool spirit-led mom of two babies, wife, empowerment coach, certified personal trainer, boxing fitness trainer, and creator of BoxFit Queens. I know that you are tired. You're tired of the endless loop of this negative body image cycle. You want to do something different and you don't know how. You're tired of obsessing over the scale, comparing yourself to other women on social media, upset about your body not quote-unquote bouncing back after your baby. Your mindset around food, fitness, you're tired of working out to punish yourself and still getting no results. Most importantly, you're spiritually, emotionally, and mentally drained. Boy, do I feel you, mama. Even as a personal trainer, I still struggled with this, and I realized that it was my mindset. As young as a 15-year-old girl, I developed an eating disorder, eventually turned to hard drugs for 10 years to completely change my body because I was not happy with myself. Now, as a mother, I know the importance of breaking these chains. This podcast will equip you with the tools that you need so you can have your breakthrough with renewed mindset strategies, self-love habits, rewriting the old belief systems, and most importantly, partnering with God in this journey because I could not have did this alone. We will have the breakthrough. If you're ready for something different and you're ready to transform your mindset, welcome to the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. You're in for a journey. Let's glove up and knock out those old belief systems that are avoiding you from your breakthrough. Let's get it, mamas. All right. So before we get started, I want to share the announcement with you again in case you did not get a chance to listen in on our last episode the Rise Girl Rise Conference is coming to Fort Worth, Texas. I'm not sure where you're located, but their tickets are on sale. That is going to be a conference, a women empowerment conference. I have been given the honor uh, to be a speaker at this event, but that is not even the glimpse of it. The biggest part of it is that it is like going to be packed with amazing women that have been on a journey with some stuff. And the main woman that is putting it together is Mikaela Deegan. So she's one of the ladies that has been on the podcast. She's been our guest here before, and she's actually an author and the host of the Fearless Mujer podcast. So she's going to be putting it together because she's celebrating her one year book uh, anniversary, and she decided to do a conference. So Fort Worth, Texas, it's going down. Tickets are on sale, and I do have a code for you to save $15 I believe uh, and I'm going to leave all that in the show notes below so hopefully you go grab your tickets and maybe you take a girl's trip down and we can finally meet in person that'd be wonderful so you could see 
some amazing, amazing women lifting each other up. I think it's going to be phenomenal. And it's just I'm just excited about it. All right. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. And so we're going to start talking about this quick fixes and crash diets. And so in case you're not familiar with what that is, quick fixes are anything like diet pills, uh, fat burners, uh, things that just kind of I mean, it could be all kinds of stuff, creams, everything. And I'm not and don't get me wrong. I'm not opposed to all of these things. I have myself used like some thermogenics before I've used. Um, actually, one thing I do use right now is called Sweet Sweat. And basically, it's just supposed to help kind of get your body warmed up. It increases that thermogenic effect and it also helps with muscle recovery. So it makes you sweat a lot, which is pretty awesome. Um, but I'm talking about stuff that like you're doing to like not do to avoid the hard work okay so quick fixes are anything to go around the hard work of having to eat better having to change your lifestyle having to work out or do the things that you, you you've been dreading that's what a quick fix is crash diets are things that make you starve yourself um things as like I don't know, the hardcore like diets where you just eat like one kind of food or you don't eat or uh, you're just on shakes all the time. And I'm here to tell you, I've done them all. Like I've done the quick fixes. I've done the crash diets. I've as young as 15, I starved myself. And then the little bit I would eat, I would vomit it up. So I'm talking about like that deep. And then shortly after that, I started taking these crazy diet pills that would increase my heart rate. Then I would put on a sauna suit, dehydrate myself, and then I went running out in the sun and I ended up fainting. Like, that's where I'm at, (laughs) where I was at. Shortly after that, I got into boxing. But before I got into boxing, I had already started getting hooked on drugs. So I'm talking about I was doing like some heavy narcotics and um, they started making me skinny. And then I got in boxing, started exercising a lot, obsessively, drastic weight cuts, heavier drug use I got super skinny like my legs were like sticks and I thought I still needed to lose more weight because every time I looked in the mirror I thought I was overweight that's the kind of stuff I'm telling you that I've been through so I've done almost all of this except surgery so and I'm not exempt right I wasn't far from it so I mean I was probably that was probably the next step in my journey about all else failed because I was so disgusted with myself and I just couldn't accept myself where I was at. Now, as far as surgeries go, I don't have personal experience ever having a surgery, but I'm going to talk to you about this area because I know that this is a a pretty heated, controversial topic. And I'm going to tell you that I've had women go through this. I've had women where they come in and they train with me and then they stop being consistent. And then eventually they come back with some kind of a surgery and then they regret it. I've had women who have come to me after having a surgery and they've been able to keep the weight off. And I'm going to tell you the difference between the two. So some of the ladies that I've had that have decided to kind of opt out of the hard work of having to change their lifestyle, eat better, work out, you know, they wanted to just, they were more focused on just being skinny. You know, they were focused on the thin, the thinness. And while they achieved that through the surgery, Then came the after effects, right? Um, I had some women that had struggled with, they couldn't eat anything anymore. Um, Some of them got extremely sick. They ended up being like a skinny skin and bones because they felt horrible. And then I had some women that actually got into a deeper depression after they did these surgeries because 
they just still couldn't see themselves like their image of themselves just still was this person that was overweight and wasn't healthy and they just felt this guilt and that's kind of the words that some of these ladies used was like that guilt and they wished that they would have did the work to do it on the other hand I had some client that um one in particular that came to me and she actually told me like hey um you know I've had the surgery before and I've been able to maintain my weight off and you know as I got to know her and train her throughout the years I realized it's because she used that surgery to give her a boost to make a major life change like she was ready and she had some life on life terms that she had to do it for and that's why she did it right so i'm not going to sit here and say that all surgeries are bad i'm not going to sit here and tell you that you can you know you thinking about getting it means that you know you're opting out of hard work and you're a failure absolutely not because i've seen them work in, in instances where people were ready to make that change because they really needed that boost and that help, but they were ready and committed. So in those instances, I've dealt with people that have done that, and I can tell you that I've seen them do some great things. What I'm talking about today, though, is you trying to not want to do the work. You're just like, I think that if I got skinny, you think that being skinny is going to solve your problems. You think that this, the weight number on the scale dropping drastically is going to solve your problems. And I'm here to tell you that that's not true. <laughs> this healthy body image, this lifestyle change, all of this has to take place because it's an inner job. And when we start to do the inner work to help produce the external results, that's where we get the healthy body image. That's where we get free. That's where we start to really, really tune in with our mind, body, and spirit because we know that we have everything in us to do the work to do it. Now, I'm just here to, sh to maybe I'm confirmation for you. Maybe you've been having these thoughts in your mind that, hey, I want to go this route. I want to take these diet pills. I want to get this surgery because I'm just tired and I want to lose weight. But that's not going to fix your problem. I'm here to tell you that it is not going to fix your problem. I can speak on the crash diet and the quick fix and it does not work. What has worked for me, though, is really getting deep in my spirituality and my faith, um, taking action, even small action and being more on a wellness journey. Right. I I just feel like there's this difference when we hear wellness versus like this hardcore fitness journey because like sometimes and even though they go hand in hand right like it's crazy because but when we think of fitness and being fit we just think of like ripped and six-pack abs but when we talk about wellness we're talking about a healthy mind body spirit nutrition our health habits like all the things that we do that's what i'm talking about you want to make a change in the way that you think and view fitness nutrition lifestyle exercise you want to make a big change around all that let me tell you today the things that i do for myself i wake up early i journal i exercise most importantly i pray before i do all that but i have this strong connection with my inner being with my spirit with myself that by the time i go and i start doing these things i find worth and value in myself because i know that today i'm capable and i'm able and i'm deserving of doing these things for me were they easy no do i do them perfectly absolutely not i still love to indulge in foods with my family i like to go have pizza 
I like to cook. I like to eat some food that's not like grilled chicken and vegetables all the time, you know. Uh, but it's been a process. It's been a journey. And I can tell you that some of the things that I did, and I'm going to share them with you right now, is I got to start taking a look at my patterns. Okay, that was some of the work I had to do. I had to take a look at the patterns. I had to take a look at the things that I do and why I do them. I realized that I like to self-sabotage when I start seeing results. So when I would start seeing results, I'd start doing a little good. I was like, oh, I can get away with this and this. And then I'd start eating bad. And then next thing you know, I'm right back down the rabbit hole of not taking care of myself and just eating poorly and not wanting to exercise because I was pumping my body with harmful foods that weren't giving me any energy to want to take care of myself. On this on the track of exercise, I was trying to do too much too fast. I was trying to, oh, I'm going to do five days a week and I'm going to do this every day. And I was setting unrealistic goals. You know, I had to start off with two days a week, simple walking, maybe just a stroller walk. And then I started working my way up back into my strength training, back into my boxing or whatever it was that I was doing or that you do. So we got to start small with practical goals. We got to see our patterns. And then I want you to dig deeper than that, right? I want you to invite God in this process. Because when you invite God in this process, more than likely you're going to get that discernment, right? That this quick fix, this crash diet, this surgery is not the answer, right? It's not promised that we're not going to have any difficult areas in our life or that we're going to walk through difficult stuff. What is going to happen, though, is that when we invite God into our process, into our health and wellness journey, we pray about these things. We're going to get guidance and direction. Right. Um, We're going to hear what we need to hear. We're going to want to make better decisions. And even when we don't want to move, we're going to take the action and God will help us to continue to move forward and do the rest. Right. All. I feel that God is asking for us is just to take that step in faith, right? Whether it's putting on those tennis shoes and just getting on the treadmill, take the step, taking a walk, setting up that stroller, putting your kids in there and taking a walk. I'm not asking you to do 100 burpees and get ready for a Spartan. I'm asking you to just start simple because it's in the simple little steps that we start that we start to build that confidence, And then we start to believe that we're worth more. And then we start to believe that we can do it. And then we start seeing results. And then we start trusting and believing the process. And we keep on going. That, my friends, is the stuff I'm talking about. But we don't know about those things until we identify and we see that, hey, I struggle a lot with these, you know, these patterns. I notice that at night is my biggest time that I self-sabotage. I notice that around holidays, I slip up the most. I notice that in summer, I do my best, right? So, you know, how do we transfer these skills over, right? How do we change that mindset around that? That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about wanting to help you and guide you with because that's how we're going to change. It starts within with the lifestyle changes and habits. Now, it breaks my heart when I see people go and run to get surgery and and like I said, I, it's a real thing. I'm not making this up. I've seen some some people get extremely depressed. And then the saddest part is that because they never made no lifestyle changes, they pack the weight back on or they gain more weight than they did before. And that hits them even harder, you know, and it breaks my heart. You know, it breaks my heart because I know that deep inside they don't feel that they're worthy of it, you know, because why else would 
you feel that way about yourself because it's not true. And even if you've already gotten a surgery, you saying that you're not worthy and that, you know, you're thinking this way. If you've already got the surgery, look, it's already been done. Okay, there's no need in beating yourself up about it. What can you do different to change your mindset and to and to be who to step into who God has told you that you are? Not what the world says. Not don't listen. Don't think that I'm telling you and calling you a cheater for it. Right. Like do not think that because I know society likes to throw labels on us like that. That's not what I'm telling you. All I'm telling you is that I know it's going to be difficult for you to to build a healthy body image if you keep doing quick fixes and crash diets. And even if you have done surgery, it may or may not improve it, but you can still work at getting better with it. Right. Um, this is not a lost cause right this isn't like oh there you're hopeless there's no hope no i'm not telling you that i'm telling you there is hope but i'm also telling you that if you're on the fence i'd like you to reconsider right reconsider doing something different and know that either way regardless what path you take and even if you're like no i'm all in i'm gonna take the path i'm gonna go for this you know this diet and i'm gonna get the surgery just know that your lifestyle changes are going to have to come in anyways, right? So that's my hope that, you know, I leave you with this. And so start with some prayer. Start with some journaling. Start trying to take a look at your patterns of when you self-sabotage the most. I want you to think about when you step in the mirror and you look at yourself, why you talk the way, talk to yourself the way you do. And I want you to counter it with love and truth of what God says about you, not what you think about you and not what others think about you. I want you to speak truth in what God says about you because that is what a healthy body image is going to be. That's how you produce one. It's by lining it up with what God says, not with what everybody else thinks. I, for so long, let the boxing industry uh, dictate my worth. If I went up a weight class, oh, she gained weight, she's going to be slower. If I dropped a lot of weight, oh, I got all the praise in the world. It, it, nobody asked me how I did it. They were just praising me that the scale showed this number. And so they didn't know that I was using hardcore drugs and starving myself. And I was strung out half the time. But, oh, you look good, girl. You know, so I'm talking about like, I don't want that kind of praise from society. You know, I want the praise from what God says. And I don't care that I'm 50 pounds heavier than what I was when I was a stick back in the boxing days. Like, let me tell you, the joy and peace I have within, a scale couldn't even measure to that today, you know? And I'm here to tell you that you're worth so much more than what the scale says and society says, but you have to take action. You have to step into your process and in your journey. It's more than just saying, I'm worth it and I'm enough. Being worth it and enough also means that you take action because you love yourself. Love is an action, so you have to take action for that loving process to work in your life. <clears throat> I just lost my voice at the end. I'm sorry. Um, you have to take that step. So I just hope that this gave you some encouragement. This episode and topic has been on my heart for a minute now. But I'm glad that I got to share it with you. And you know, I just hope that this left you with something. I'm leaving my new email down below. If you want to contact me for anything. That is my official new one. The podcast name will be changing. But the mission will not. So I will be with you soon. I'm not guaranteed that it's going to change within this next week. But by this month, there will be a new name. Again, the mission is the same. It is not changing. So don't go nowhere. If you see the new podcast name pop up, I'm not going to tell you the name yet. I will reveal it to you before we transition. But 
the reason I'm doing that is because I want a more inviting name in. And it's not to say that I'm not speaking to moms, but I think the title of the moms is kind of not letting people or women step in to look at the episode because they think it's just for moms. I've had people tell me, well, I, I your podcast is just for moms and I'm not a mom. And that's not true. You are welcome here, whether you have children or not. In case you didn't know, I don't know how many of y'all listen that aren't moms, but I know a lot of you that are moms listen. So I just wanted to it was just kind of in my heart to want to put out a more of an inviting uh, podcast title. So that's what's happening. And again, the mission's the same. We're di- we're going to keep digging into this body image talk. I'm excited about it. And I'm really just excited to be on this journey with you. Body image is a very deep topic that needs to be discussed from a faith perspective. I think that a lot of women aren't understanding. They're getting lost and trapped in society and social media and what the world tells them they have to look like and that they got to be a size zero with this big butt and a big weight. I mean, a small waist and, you know, big breasts, whatever it is. Right. And I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying that I've seen this trend of making women feel like if they don't have those things, they're not enough and that they're not going to be wanted. And I don't want that to be anybody's reality. I don't want that to be my daughter's reality. My daughter's going to be three. I don't want that to be her truth when she steps out into the world and realizes that she's not going to be good unless she's a size whatever around her waist and, you know, has like big butt cheeks. I don't want that, right? Like if she does it to train and work out, that's fine. But I don't want her feeling like that's all she is, right? And I hope that you don't want that either for your daughters and for yourself. So this area is something I've become extremely passionate about. And also, too, because I've had my moments where I've cried seeing the things that have happened to some young girls. And the depression rates, the suicide rates, the bullying, all the things that happen. And it breaks my heart because I dealt with bullying a lot, you know, and I just hope that this reaches the right women the right daughters, the right friends, the sisters, the moms. I hope that this reaches the women that really need this because together with your help, we're going to be able to spread the word about this body image talk. So thank you so much for listening. And I'm just so grateful for y'all. So again, the title might be changing soon. I will give you the heads up right before it does, but it's coming soon. And I just hope you all have a wonderful day. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Mama, for listening to today's episode. If this podcast inspired you in any way to want to make any changes or view your fitness and your health journey in a different light, it would mean so much if you could go please leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. That way I can know how I can continue to grow the show and inspire you. Also, if you would like to join in on our Facebook community, you can find me under Moms Breaking Chains, Getting Freedom from Negative Body Image. That's the name of the group. Thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Have a good day.